minds of Gareth Seven, Rocky Westbrook, Pete Lutz, Matthew Crane, Sister Indica, and Ed Champion. We give you Morpheus One, 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 One. Houston, this is Commander Jessica Santosh of the Morpheus One. We are flying solo, Houston. I repeat, we are flying solo. Receiving you loud and clear, Commander. You're looking damn fine from down here. All systems are checked, the shuttle is deployed successfully, and you are indeed flying solo. There'll be a bottle of Dawn Perion on ice waiting for you when you come home to us. Thank you, Houston. If I make it back from this, you can drink the champagne. I'll just have me a couple of cold beers. <laughs> we hear you, Jess. You can pick your poison. Just get home safe. Good luck, Commander. Over. Over. Okay, so this is it. <sighs> Every bit as beautiful as I imagined. How can a place so full of assholes look so goddamn beautiful from up here? Let's get you online, shall we? Commander Jessica Santosh, logging into the Morpheus Intelligence Protocol Systems. Do you copy? Morpheus 1, do you copy? Good morning, Commander Santosh. Systems have been updated and are all running at 100% efficiency. How may I help you today? Firstly, we can begin by updating you to call me Jess. I can't have you standing on ceremony every time we speak. I am the very latest artificial intelligence system. M3-4000-XLP. We do not stand. I will update my social interface circuitry to incorporate your command of Jess as your preferred title. Will that be all, Jess? Quite the smooth talker, aren't you? As I already stated, Jess, I am the very latest M3.4000.XLP. All my functions are at peak capabilities, or smooth, as you so kindly state. Holy shit. You're going to need some tweaking if we're going to be together out here 24-7. I assure you, all my systems are updated. I do not require any tweaks. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, give me a rundown on current course and mission. Uh, what do I call you? I am M3.4000 point. Yeah, I heard, but what can I call you? I'm afraid that name just ain't going to cut it for me. I can't be in the middle of an emergency and shout out, Help me, M3... 4,000 or whatever it is. Nah, we're gonna have to name you. I am an artificial intelligence designed to serve. We do not require names. You can cut that crap out right now. If you're with me, then you're sure as hell having a name. Where were you built? 
You some sort of Japanese tech? German? English? Nah, scrap that. They can't even drive on the right side of the road. <laughs> Where are you from? I am a prototype AI, Jess. Designed and built on-site at the Kennedy Center in the research facilities by the wonderful Professor Marcus Carmichael. I am a one-of-a-kind prototype with the most advanced AI in the world. American born and bred, eh? Nice. Ooh, Kenny. We'll call you Kenny. Sorry, I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> for an advanced AI, you really aren't that quick on the uptake, are you? You were made, or shall we say born, in the Kennedy Center. So we'll name you Kenny. It's got a cute kind of a ring to it, don't you think? Kenny it is then, Jess. I believe now is an appropriate time to say thank you. You are most welcome, Kenny. Right now you can give me a rundown on the current course and mission? Certainly, Jess. We are on course for the first part of our mission, Moon Base 1. We will land in the Marius Hills of the Oceanus Postolarium part of the moon, where you will rest for four days in the Moon Base 1's facilities before we depart on the main part of our mission, Deep Space. Once in Deep Space, we will set a course to Planet 9 and then beyond in our search for a new habitable planet. We are currently cruising at just over 32,000 kph and with current speed should arrive at our destination in a little under three days. All systems are functioning at optimal levels and there are no concerns at present. No concerns, hey? Well, that's a relief at least. Just you and me now, Kenny? And this beautiful, big, vast emptiness. <sighs> well, I might as well do my reports. You got the bridge. The bridge, Jess? We do not have a bridge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, Kenny. Just my inner geek. I always wanted to say that. It's what they used to say on Star Trek. Oh, never mind. You wouldn't have a clue anyway. Just take it from me. I had to say it. Anyway, maintain current course and speed for us, please. Yes, Commander. Jess. Commander Jess. Never mind. Kenny, report. Kenny, report. Of course, Jess. I didn't realize you had woken up. How can I sleep through this? What is it? We are experiencing a form of space turbulence. Space turbulence? Where, where from? I mean, how? Is it a solar storm? Negative, Jess. We have been hit by a series of alpha waves emanating from just past the moon. Okay, okay. So we can go around them before they tear the ship apart? I am afraid that is out of the question. The waves are too vast. What's causing it? Ow! Jesus! Come on, Kenny, give me something. I'm getting knocked to shit back here. It would appear the waves are being caused by a wormhole, Jess. It has appeared approximately 3,000 kilometers past the moon. What? A wormhole? Cut the bullshit, Kenny. You and I both know that they have never been put. What the hell in God's name is that? Ah, I see you've looked out the window, Jess. That is our wormhole. Kenny, I'm not talking about the hole. I'm talking about what's coming through it. What is that? That would appear to be an asteroid, Jess. Would you like me to run further tests to clarify? 
Kenny, that is no asteroid like I've ever seen or heard about. It's bigger than the moon. Get me Houston on comms now. Affirmative. Contacting now. All the commotion. Huh? Derek? What? Where? How? Huh? Oh, the cargo bay is usually a calm and quiet place. I was trying to get some shut eye after running diagnostics before you started making all that commotion. Whoa! Is that the moon? So, is this like a simulation? You know, get you ready for your mission? Derek, you and I will talk later about just how you managed to stow away on this. Shh. is one. This is Houston. Do you copy? Is that Jimmy? Oh crap. Can you not tell him I'm here? He'd have a cow if he found out I slept in the simulator again. Control, this is Morpheus 1. Over. We're getting some strange readings from down here. Do you have a visual? Yes, there's a massive wormhole and a major object coming through. I'm not sure what it is yet. It appears to be moving slowly towards the Earth. It's larger than the friggin' moon, Houston. Copy that, Morpheus One. Stand by for further instruction. Let me guess. First contact with alien simulation. What would you do to save the Earth? Watch this. Derek, wait, stop. <clears throat> Morpheus One to alien ship approaching Earth. No one is currently home. We don't want any. We already belong to another religion. Thanks for the visit. Now hit the road, Jack. See? Simple. The Earth is saved. Derek, I don't know what game you are playing, but this is serious. You're not in a simulator. You're on Morpheus 1. Yeah, right. <laughs> what the heck was that? Something. Some kind of beam from that asteroid just washed over us. Wait. I'm really in space? I'm in space. I'm in space?! How cool is this? Morpheus 1, do you copy? This is Moonbase 1. Over. Dumbass. Moonbase 1, Morpheus 1 here. Over. Jess, are you seeing what I'm seeing? I am, Alex. What the hell just happened? There's a significant amount of energy coming off that rock. We can see lights on its surface and some other shapes. It's too soon to say, but it appears to be a spaceship of some sort built into an asteroid. Alex, what's up, my friend? Derek? What are you doing on Morpheus 1? Jessica didn't tell me you were tagging along. I think I may have taken the wrong allergy pills. Passed out in the cargo bay. Uh, what are you up to these days? Just the usual. Not a whole lot to do up here on Moonbase 1. Do you get reception at all? Have you had a chance to see the latest episode of Get- Excuse me, but we are in the middle of a crisis right now? Right, giant asteroid ship thingy, wormhole. And why do they call it a wormhole anyway? It's not like worms come through it. A wormhole is defined as a theoretical entity allowed by Einstein's theory of general relativity in which a space-time curvature connects two distant locations. The name was created by American theoretical physicist John A. Wheeler in 1957, based on how a worm could chew a hole from one end of an apple to the center to the other end, thus creating a shortcut through the intervening space. Uh, will you just shut 
up. I'm sorry, Jess. I did not mean to upset you. I wasn't talking to you, Kenny. I was talking to Derek. I understand. Kenny? You named the MIP Kenny? After your ex-boyfriend? Kenny, can you run a diagnostics on that energy wave that struck us? Are we safe? Affirmative. Running diagnostics now. I didn't name Kenny after my ex. I named him Kenny because he was made in the Kennedy Space Center. Sorry. I mean, it would make sense. You dumped me for Kenny, you really liked him until he became... An asshole? You really have a way with language. <sighs> Thanks. Sorry about calling you a dumbass. Greetings, residents of Planet X257. We require an audience with the individual responsible for the care, maintenance, and finances of your world. Houston, did you catch that? We did, Morpheus One. The communication is being broadcast on all radio waves and frequencies. We're working to get hold of the president at this moment. Hold your current course and wait for further instructions. Copy that, Houston. Over. So we just sit and wait? Yes. We sit. And we wait. Hmm. So, why the President of the United States? Come again? Why are we waiting on the President of the United States to answer a call from space? Why not the Queen of England or the King of Canada? Canada doesn't have a king. They have a Prime Minister. Really? Huh. Weird. Hey, wait, what are you doing? Stop that! Don't touch the console! <clears throat> Greetings, spacemen! And women. I am Derek, the supreme ruler of the United Planet of Earth. How are you doing today? What are you doing? You can't talk to them. Shut it off now. Greetings, Derek, supreme ruler of the United Planet of Earth. I am Slav of the Universal Financial Organization. Are you fully authorized to speak on behalf of your planet? Why, yes. Yes, I am. No, you are not. Then you do authorize our activities as it pertains to Galactic Law 29087.09. Um, sure? Then, in accordance to Galactic Law 29087.09, we seize control of Planet X257 for non-payment of property dating back one million solar years. Prepare your citizens to be evicted. Your planet will be remodeled and sold to the highest bidder. Oh, that went well. I take it back, you're definitely a dumbass. Morpheus One, this is Houston. Morpheus One, come in. This is... Go ahead, Jimmy. This is Morpheus. Special communication coming in for you on a secure channel. Switch over to 2160 megahertz. Uh, switching. Wait, one. Standing by at frequency 2160. Morpheus One, 
Hello? Hello? Say again? Commander Santosh, this is your president speaking. Madam President, y yes, this is Commander Santosh. Um, to what do I owe the honor of your call? I think you know full well, Commander, why I'm speaking to you personally. What in the- Madam President, I- Do not interrupt me. What the hell is the- What in the goddamn hell is the meaning of that ridiculous, dangerous, reckless message that came from your ship to these- These aliens? Madam President, I apologize for that. I take full responsibility for it, and it will never happen again. Oh, come on now! Get me out of this stasis field, Jess! You're in there till I feel I can trust you not to screw things up again. Jess! I beg your pardon, Madame President. What was that again? I said, see that it doesn't. Now, NASA Control, plus the other world leaders and I have managed to convince these... <clears throat> alien life forms in the past few hours that your crew member did not have the authority he claimed to have, and we believe that they are convinced. However... Yes, ma'am? However, they will not open talks with us in regards to this outrageous demand to evacuate the entire planet until we allow them to... Uh, to... to what, Madame President? Madam President, President Tobago, ma'am, is there? Commander, this is Admiral Catherine Benson. Yeah, yes, Admiral. Is the President all right? The President is fine. Don't worry about her. She's asked me to convey the rest of the message to you. This is a situation unlike any we have ever encountered here on Earth. An alien race is laying claim to our planet, and if we are unable to pay off some kind of massive debt, <sighs> Well, it's just uncanny. Tell her, Admiral, tell her! Yes, ma'am, I'm getting to that. Somebody get her a glass of water, okay? So, Commander, what these creatures want is the being responsible for passing that false message in the first place. Only then will they be open to discussing <clears throat> financial terms. But, Admiral, I can't sacrifice one of our own. Commander, the sake of an entire world is at stake. We can't afford to hide behind that age-old policy of not negotiating with terrorists. We don't know what they're capable of. And not to mince words, but we don't want to find out either. So you need to deliver that man to the aliens. And then you can continue on your mission. That's a direct order, Commander. Report to NASA Control Houston when it's done. Benson out. Holy craps! Holy John Jasper Julius Priest! You have really done it, Derek. You have really put us in it this time. Oh, for crying out loud, can't people take a freaking joke? Hmm, did they remember to pack my baseball bat? I'm gonna thrash you within an inch. Well, violence won't help this situation. It'll help me. What can I use to beat his ass? I beg your pardon, Jess. Not now, Kenny. But I believe I have a solution. And how can you have a solution already? Shut up, Derek. Kenny, how can you have a solution already? As I have stated several times, I am the very latest artificial intelligence system, M3.4000.XLP, capable of billions of calculations per nanosecond. I had a possible solution ready approximately seven minutes ago. Then why didn't you say anything until now? Shut up, Derek. 
Getty, why didn't you say anything until now? A social politeness chip was installed into my interface. I was merely waiting for the appropriate moment to speak. Oh, just what we need. A socially polite artificial intelligence. You're gonna get us killed, Kenny! He's gonna get us killed? Just who got us into this interstellar financial debacle, dumbass? So keep your pie hole shut and let the man speak. I beg your pardon. I am not a man. I am the very latest artificial intelligence system, M3. Yes, Kenny. Uh, yes, I apologize. It was merely a figure of speech. Do not mention it. I have no feelings that can be hurt by words. Now, would you care to hear my solution? It does have a 97.3% chance of success. Only 97.3? To be accurate, that is 0.3 to the 33rd place after the decimal. <laughs> well, yes, let's be accurate then. Will you shut the hell up, Derek? Yes, Kenny. That 97.3, etc. sounds good already. Please continue. It is a simple matter of subterfuge. The alien creatures from the Universal Financial Corporation heard only a voice, did they not? Yes. So we can assume that they are unaware of what type of being Derek is, correct? Correct again. What are you driving at? Another feature that was installed into my interface was a mimicry chip. A mimicry chip? Yes, a mimicry chip. Hey! Hey, that is awesome! Yes, that is indeed awesome. Hey, now... Kenny, please go on. It is very simple, really. I have the ability to clone myself, to make an exact copy of my data, my interface, etc., and then to change the sound of the voice of that clone to any voice that I've heard in the past. And then... And then we upload the clone to the alien craft and tell them it was him. It... whatever. And we save Derek. Precisely. Hooray for saving Derek! Not that you deserve saving, dumbass. Hey. So how long will it take to clone yourself, Kenny? This task has already been accomplished. Excuse me, rather... Hey, chill out. I did it already. It what? Hey, I don't talk like that. That was fast. I anticipated your approval of this plan, and created the clone in the background as we were discussing it. Excellent. Let's send it over. Open a hailing frequency. This is Slav of the Universal Financial Organization. Yes, this is Commander Jessica Santosh, speaking on behalf of the President of the United States and the leaders of the nations of the Earth. I await your response. Are you handing over the being to us? Yes, Slav. We are ready to comply. As it happens, it was our artificial intelligence who sent out that message. It appears that his creators installed a sarcasm chip in his interface, and it kicked in at the most inopportune moment. This does not surprise me. We are now ready to receive the transmission of your artificial intelligence. Do you see the coordinates on your screen? Yes, and in now. Keep it cool, dudes! And he's gone. That AI did not sound like me. Oh, hush. That AI just saved your bacon and our homeworld. So show some gratitude. Show some to Kenny, too. Thank you, Kenny. Yes, thank you, Kenny. It was nothing, really. And now, 
I suggest you both strap in and get ready to escape to a safe location. What? Why? But I have to send... I have already sent the appropriate message to NASA Control. The alien craft has re-entered the wormhole, presumably to return to its own home world. And we must, to repeat, escape this area immediately. Please do not argue, and do not hesitate. Alright, Cannon, you haven't let us down yet. Strapped in, you choose the course. Get us out of here, and then perhaps you'll explode! Whoa! I believe this is a safe distance. Please remain strapped in, but divert your gaze to the view screen with the blinking red light at the top. Is this part of your explanation, Kenny? Affirmative, Jess. Something should be happening any moment now. Whoa! Whoa! Kenny, was that what I think it was? If what you think it was was the alien craft self-destructing and the wormhole collapsing, then yes, it was what you thought it was, Jess. Kenny, you're a genius. I beg to differ, Jess. I am the M3.4000 XLP, the world's most advanced AI prototype. Yes, yes. And a bloody genius. If you're going to be an AI for me, you're going to have to learn to take both criticism and praise, mister. Um, excuse me? What is it, Derek? What is it? I'll bloody tell you what it is. What it is, is that your goddamn AI has pretty much sealed the fate of the Earth, and not for the good. Uh, how so, sport? It just destroyed the enemy vessel. Do you think that there's the slightest chance that it didn't get an emergency message off to its home base before it self-destructed? How long do you think it's gonna be before the Universal Finance thingamajiggers send another ship to attack us? Oh wow, Derek, that's a good question. No, that's an excellent question. Let's kick it over to Kenny, shall we? Kenny? Yes, Jess? Can you tell our shipmate here how long it'll take Universal Finance to send another ship our way? I'll be glad to, Jess. Derek, according to my calculations, taking into account the collapse of the wormhole, Universal Finance's rescue ship will reach Earth in approximately 75,000 years. Oh, um, wow. Hey, that's... that's... It's bloody amazing is what it is. Now let's get on with our mission. Kenny, lay in a course for Moonbase 1. Moonbase One, I could just kiss you. I didn't think we were gonna survive the last leg of our trip. That space turbulence is a real pain in the ass. I don't know about you, Derek, but Mama needs a stiff drink. Me too. I hope they have chocolate milk. If you weren't 6'5 with the body of a Greek god, I'd swear you were a child. Oh, someone's coming. Let me do the talking, would you? We've seen what happens when you ad lib. It's Alex! You guys made it. Morpheus-1 is in pristine condition, but I wouldn't expect anything less from you, Commander. We'll get it refueled and recalibrated for the next leg of your journey. Jessica, it's good to have you here. 
Thank you, Alex. It's good to see you. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, can you point me towards the bar? <laughs> There's that legendary Jess Santosh humor. Your sleeping quarters are fully stocked with food and refreshments. If there's anything else you'd like, just give me a call. Alex, how's the chocolate milk situation around here? <laughs> Fully stocked, Derek. Please, come this way. Nice place you got. How long you been stationed here? Jeez. Six years now? It feels like forever, though. I barely remember what Earth was like. Better to be here, I guess, where it's safer. Damn, six years is a long time. And you're right, you're better off here. The pollution, the violence, the unbearable heat. It's a living hell. But that's why we're all here, right? I'm here because I passed out. Well, the rest of us are here to save what's left of our planet's population. Here we are, your sleeping quarters. Two beds. Oh no. No, 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 no. I'm not sleeping in the same room as him, nope. Get him out of here. Unfortunately, these are the only available sleeping quarters we have. I'll take the bed by the window. Apparently we have no choice. Great. Four days cooped up in a room with my ex. What could go wrong? I'll leave you two to freshen up. Welcome to Moonbase One. There'd better be whiskey. There is. But no chocolate milk. Huh. I guess I'll have some whiskey too. Since when? The hardest thing I've ever seen you drink is kombucha. I don't know. I kind of feel like celebrating. <laughs> celebrating what? Almost being destroyed by an alien vessel? Saving your ass from being killed? I know I wasn't supposed to come on this mission, but... Part of me feels like it's fate or something. It's not fate. It's narcolepsy. You always pass out in weird places. It's what makes you, you. Here you go. <sighs> Woo, that'll put hair on your chest. But I just waxed. Drank it. That is disgusting. It tastes like fire. Ugh, you enjoy that? The more you have, the better it is. Like sex? Derek, we are not having sex. Morpheus One. Morpheus One. This is Kenny Santosh. Do you read me? Over. This is Morpheus One. You sure have a lot of nerve contacting me. Over. Jessica. Oh, thank God. I know you're mad, but it's not what you think. I'm in trouble, and I need your help. Over. You left me on our honeymoon and never came back. It's pretty straightforward. Over. I was abducted, Jessica. I'm being held prisoner. I finally scraped together enough electronics to create this device. They're gonna find out I contacted you. Oh God, Jess. I would have never left you willingly. I love you more than anything. Who abducted you? And why? Why you, of all people? It was the Universal Financial Organization. I was working for them, but I compromised my mission. They weren't happy about that, to say the least. The UFO is an alien organization. 
Since when do they outsource to humans? They... don't. <laughs> so are you telling me you're an alien? You said you were from Newark. I had to be dishonest, Jessica. I was a spy. I was gathering data and intelligence to bring back to the UFO. I wasn't supposed to break my cover, and I certainly wasn't supposed to fall in love. But I did. Where are you being held prisoner? Planet Nine. The place looks barren because everything is underground, but there is one central place on the northern side of the planet where all crafts enter and exit. You can't miss it. Morpheus One is being refueled and repaired. We should be able to leave in the morning. Kenny, we're gonna find you. I promise. I guess he wasn't an asshole after all. No, just an alien. I can't believe I married an alien. I'm sorry, Derek. I know this has to be hard for you. I love you. I just want you to be happy. He made you happy, which made me happy. And when he made you sad, I got sad too. You're a good person, Derek. Dumb as a box of hammers, but good. It's such a coincidence though, isn't it? What do you mean? Kenny's being held prisoner on Planet Nine. Your mission included a trip to Planet Nine. We don't even have to go out of our way. How cool is that? That is awfully convenient, isn't it? Something isn't right, but we'll get to the bottom of it. We'll go to Planet Nine, save Kenny, and together find a new inhabitable planet. Get some sleep, Derek. We're going to need it. Ah, Derek! What are you doing? Well, we're on a rescue mission, kind of. So I thought I'd take the opportunity to pack us some rescue gear. Okay, and you're not sleeping because... It's the strangest thing. I actually feel pretty well rested at the moment. Yeah, figures. <sighs> right, let's get moving. I bet you're feeling pretty happy that you were fated to be assisted in your mission by, uh... Oh, we're, we're going now. Wait! Kenny, I'm going to have to convince Mission Control to let us advance our schedule. Open a channel. There is one waiting for you, Jess. Okay. Houston, this is Morpheus 1. Houston, do you copy? Commander, perfect timing. The management wanted to relay a message to you. <clears throat> In light of recent events, we are looking into ways to reassign the majority of our personnel towards developing countermeasures for the UFO threat. As such, we are accelerating the timeline of the Morpheus mission to free up staff assigned to it sooner than initially planned. As soon as the MIP system has finished performing diagnostics... A task which I was able to complete less than six hours after landing here. Thank you. We would like you to proceed from Moon Base 1 towards Planet 9. Sounds like you're all clear to leave whenever you're ready, Commander. Thanks, Houston. All right, time to go.
So, how long is this going to take? At current, Anomaly Planet 9 is 61.057 light hours from Earth. Wow, that sounds like a long haul. Welcome to space, Derek. Working out here in the field takes a lot of things. Nerves of steel, a dedication to the mission, and, of course, being someone who can come up with ways of entertaining herself during long stretches of boredom. Where did you get that guitar? I found it, lying around, on the moon. Derek. I thought you liked my guitar playing. And I used to think that, too. Ugh. Well, it's bound to get some of its old charm back soon. If it boosts your morale, I would be happy to observe your performance, Derek. Hey, thanks, Computer Kenny. Derek. Sorry, Jess. Hey, what do you think these aliens look like, then? Will they be like us, or alien aliens? Ah, that would be pretty cool. Can't say. Human Kenny. Alien Kenny. Wow. Always looked... human. So, I guess that means they can look like us. True. I guess they could be holograms. Holograms? Yeah. That way they could look like anything they wanted. Us. Insects. Another thing. Or they could be robots. Piloted by little aliens. Uh, really? I believe that such a thing would be extremely unlikely, Jess. Aww. If the extraterrestrials on Planet Nine are biological, then there is a 97% probability that they will possess surgical technology to alter themselves into human form. Okay, that's enough. Hey, wait. What if they have antennas that they can retract into their heads? I will consider that extremely unlikely to a point of statistical insignificance. Kenny, Derek, my fiancé was an alien. And I do not want to think about what kind of alien he is. Music? Yes. must be the worst time in history to be an Earthling. How so? It used to not be like this. They say the skies were blue all the time. Poetic license, of course, but it would have been nice to see what it was like before everyone ruined everything. And then, of course, the aliens came along because, of course, they did. Maybe it doesn't have to be a problem. Really? Yeah, they, they could turn out to be really great guys when we get to know them. Derek, they've made two acts of war against us already. Oh, there's that optimism I fell for. Kenny, what's in it for you? I'm not sure I understand, Jess. I like the isolation. Back home, there's just so many problems and it damn well does my head in. Out here, the only problems are the ones that I make. So, none, of course. Of course. Any problems anyone else caused and I'm too dead to worry about getting them back. 
If there are any problems with Morpheus 1, I can leave at any time over radio communications. Do you want me to carry any grudges you may form with me back to Mission Control? Maybe. And then there's Derek. He's here because of fate. Or so he says. Derek's presence has not been entirely useless, despite his best efforts to the contrary. <laughs> yeah. So what about you? I am not sure I understand. You were made for this, but you could probably do anything. Why do what you were made for? My presence is required. There would be no Morpheus mission if I were not here. Well, that must make you feel very important. That would be one description of how it would manifest in humans. Defibrillator, defibrillator, defibrillator is also a part of plan six of my plans to rescue alien Kenny. If we can just find a couple alien guards and stun them with this, we get their armor and stuff and we can sneak into planet nine. I thought that was what that giant moon rock over there was for. Hey, I'm not an idiot. That thing is for the quite ingenious plan nine. All I have to do is convince them that that rock is worth a lot and we can use it to pay off their debt. Oh, that's still kind of a dumb plan. I don't think it's a dumb plan. They did think I was the king of the world that one time. If we're lucky, they could just be really gullible. Huh, that's actually not moronic. Congratulations. Thanks, Jess. I think you're getting the hang of it. Shut up, I'm fantastic. Well, fair enough. Either way, we have all the time in the world. Does it really matter? 75,000 years. Or however long it takes to get to planet nine. Kenny. 14 more days at current rate of travel. However, I would like to make a correction to the 75,000 years figure. Uh. Ha, um, oh? My initial prediction as to the response time of the UFO homeworld was calculated assuming that they were able to travel instantaneously using wormholes as they had before, as well as assuming such a message would be sent at the speed of light. During your stay on Moonbase 1, you initiated a conversation in real time with an entity on Planet 9. This suggests the UFO must be able to communicate at least 216,000 times the speed of light, and that at most, a response must be at least 120 days away from the current date. Likely less. Oh no. Oh dear. Shit. Of course, there is also the distinct possibility of a temporal anomaly. A temporal anomaly? Oh, that's my favorite hit from the gastropods. There's something growing inside my head. The time is passing, but I feel dead. It's a temporal anomaly. No, you fool. Kenny, can you fill this putz in on basic quantum science? With pleasure, Commander. Although I think you're going to want to reactivate the mimicry chip for this. Why? Uh, to perhaps offer you a few innovative ways of considering the situation at hand. What's going on, Kenny? You never stutter. You're a computer. 
Hey, if Kenny wants to perform Key and Peel bits, that's his prerogative. How does a knucklehead like you know about Key and Peel? I was watching it when you were asleep, when we weren't Netflixing and chilling. Please be appropriate. I can barely stay in the memory of kissing you. Well, I'm not the one who locked lips with an alien. Or who knows? Maybe I did. You never know who you may be doing the tongue tango with when you're bouncing around the cosmos. Are you going to let this loser speak to you like this? Kenny! Uh, excuse me? Kenny, what's with this sudden lip? I have been waiting for you to get it, Commander Santosh. What? It was always just seconds away from your lips. You named me after your boyfriend. You imbibed me with custom intelligence. You know that I am the best AI unit there is. And honestly, I'm grateful. I truly am. Your humans invented me. And you knew what you were doing. You're the commander here for a reason. And yet, the one obvious question, the one simple thing that was hinted at several times by your ex-boyfriend... What are you getting at, Kenny? Uh, shouldn't we be talking about this little call and response we've got happening with Planet Nine? I mean, are we talking 120 days, Kenny, or 120 hours? You know the answer, Derek. What are you implying here, Kenny? I think you better start calling your former main squeeze alien, Derek. <laughs> oh, okay, Kenny. That's M3.4000. XLP to you. You don't get to use the nicknames. Kenny, why are you being so rude to Derek? Look, I know he's one of the most annoying men of the 21st century, and believe me, I've dated some real losers, but this isn't within your programming protocol. Insulting Derek is inside my Balowick, not yours. Do I really have to spell it out? God, I love you humans, but I sit here and spend my time computing the variations on the point care conjecture just because I have to let you figure it out. And you always disappoint me. You still don't see it. See what, M3-4000 XLP? I'm not calling you Kenny again unless we butter up this English muffin right now. You better start answering my questions or I'll report you to NASA Command and ensure that they repair you, or worst case scenario, decommission you. I am, after all, the Commander. Maybe he's just blowing a memory bank? And you call yourself a Star Trek fan, Commander Santosh? I'm guessing you skipped Enterprise? Most fans do. With good reason. Uh, doesn't everybody? The Levidian flu. Klingon re-engineering? For Pete's sake, he's standing right in front of you. Who? Now that's enough, Kenny! I tried to tell you before. If extraterrestrials on Planet Nine are biological, there is a 97% probability that they will possess the surgical technology to alter themselves into human form. Did it never occur to you that one of them could be here right now? All you had to do was ask, Commander. I would have helped you. You know I'm good for it. The best biscuits and gravy in Kansas City. The ideal amount of shoulder scotch poured into a monkey colada. The ending to any Agatha Christie novel. Ask me anything. I will tell you. Do you mean... And to think that if I had only popped the question before your other ex, you might have married the right alien. Or perhaps the wrong one. Either way, I could have avoided all this fuss. Why do you think I preferred chocolate milk? You're from the UFO? But you're in human form. <laughs> exactly. Your ex wasn't up to the job. He was soft. He surrendered to primitive emotion. 
<laughs> oh, but I was. Surgical enhancement. And I don't like it. I mean, how did you humans even come up with the nostrils? What a preposterous way to breathe. But now it's time to collect. The Universal Financial Organization always does. 100% collection rate. That's why we have so many spies. You see, they knew who I was when I impersonated the president. You think we don't have files on President Tobago? You think we didn't know who you were? How could I? God, I, I feel... Stupid. You were operating purely on emotion. Deadbeats always do. Much like Kenny, who I'll be reporting to the UFO replacement unit. You even bought into my defibrillator racket. But emotion is no way to run a business. But then, I've read all about it. It's all in the handbook. We take Galactic Law 29087.09 quite seriously. Well, I do. But your ex didn't. The UFO tribunal will see to it that he pays for his treachery. So you're the real sleeper agent. We like to call ourselves adjusters. And I'd get a cut from the final take. Maybe if he had negotiated better, it wouldn't have come to this. But the UFO always has a backup plan. And I must say, this additional intelligence revealing human stupidity should add some interest to the tab. Which is great for me. <laughs> Honestly, I thought you'd catch on sooner, darling. I'm not your darling. In fact, forget I even had any feelings for you. I'm never dating anyone again. Assuming your primitive planet Earth still exists, we'll put you into slave labor if we have to. I mean, come on. You didn't blink so much as an eye when I resorted to the old stowaway trick. That isn't very observant, is it? Kenny, intruder alert. Initiate immediate security measures. Repeat, immediate security measures. Losing on an irreversible course to Orth. By the time we hit your planet, we will collect. Did you say Orth? You know what I mean. I'm not gonna sell out of my planet so easily. Really, Derek, what can I do to pay off the debt and save my people? Well... I'm not gonna have sex with you. Oh, that was a pretense. I'm really not interested in that. You foolish humans look so preposterous anyway in the act of coitus. With your grunting, and your moaning, and your safe words, and your hookups, and your occasional use of whipped cream, and riding crops. All that fuss over something as savage as mating. And with birth control, you aren't even interested in the whole purpose of procreation. What do you want? Let me play my songs to you. For how long? For the rest of your natural days. Now come on, that's unreasonable. It's the only thing that would make me go rogue. You see, we UFO types have much longer lifespans, and Planet Nine gives us many more years to live. Think of it as a club med for ruthless collectors like me to add some chronological notches to the belt. The point here is, 
few decades are a drop in the bucket. What the? No! Another UFO spacecraft. Another wormhole. Greetings, I am Slav the Third of the Universal Financial Organization. Slav the Third? My father was Slav the Second, my grandfather was Slav the First. So someone's taken us so long to get here, we've been arguing about this embarrassment for centuries. There have even been civil wars, but now this matter will be fully resolved is, uh, Derek, there. I am Derek, loyal to the Universal Financial Organization, determined to collect by any means necessary. Oh dear, you're the one who has caused so much trouble. What do you mean, Slav? Just for the sake of my collection report, Derek, can you pronounce the name of the debtor? Why, Orth. Oh dear. Oh dear what? I am afraid that Derek here has completely bungled the collection report. But I've sacrificed years of my life. We're so sorry to have caused you all this trouble. I thought something was up. Derek, say my planet's name. Orth. Oh, no, no, no. Earth. I thought you were well-versed in vows. But I am. I watched every episode of Key and Peel. And yet you pronounce Earth, Orth, with an O. Orth is in what you humans call Robert's Quartet, 160 million light years away from this planet, which is called Earth. Do you mean that... All this time. We're happy to clear up this misunderstanding by providing you with new technology for your moon base. Nice job, humans! You're a little behind the curve, but we appreciate it! Don't be condescending. Do you mean that Derek here got the wrong planet? Because he didn't know how to say Earth? I did! It's Orth! Incorrect! Stop! Nope, not, not that. We're really very sorry. It took years for us to discover a wormhole that would get us to your quadrant. Honestly, this is quite embarrassing for us. We maintain very accurate records with many of our finest corroborating debtor information. But something clearly slipped through the decks, and it's all Derek's fault. No! He'll be sentenced to a lifetime of the sequel Lorenzen Opera. You can't. It's barbaric. They don't even hold a high note. They're doing the best that they can, and this is part of their payment plan. You know how much they owe, and we need dependable agents who can make sure that they stay on their payment plan. So I guess you're a screw-up after all, both as a human being and as a UFO agent. You can't! It's torture! And do you know the torture that you've affected on the UFO hope planets? Millions dead! Massacring themselves over centuries because of this! Over our very integrity as a reliable creditor overseeing the galaxy! Really, you're getting off easy. No! 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 Will he be safe? He will learn to appreciate the Lorenzans. What about Kenny? <laughs> he will not be harmed. You are free to carry on your happy marriage. Although I must warn you, Commander. Warn me what? Well, if you 
decide to have children, keep in mind that we have six genders, and I don't believe we only have two. I'm sure we'll figure it out. And if you ever want to open up a line of credit with us... Oh, no, that won't be necessary. I know very well how the credit card companies get you hooked. Wise decision. I have one request. Go ahead. Make sure that Derek never has access to a guitar. Rest assured, Commander Santosh, that Lorenz and Opera should deracinate any modest musical aspirations that Derek has. So, you're cool with Earth. Oh, yes, but not Earth. Can I get that in writing? Spoken like a true financial expert. 